Hey, my Climax Zoners, how are you living? It's your girl, Climax, (laughs) and you are now entering the Climax Zone. So, I just wanted to come through, first of all, with some love, great manifestation, and make sure that it's all good vibes, good energy good life so your life can be lit because mine is I'm just happy happy ain't nobody business why (laughs) there's just no you know it's just good vibes man but topic of tonight when are people going to recognize it is okay to outgrow people things places and situations prime example if it's a friendship if it's a person no matter the relation friendship um, family member like it's just a person in general if I outgrow you it does not mean I dislike you it does not mean I have beef with you It does not mean I wish you ill will or harm. It simply means I've gone as far as I can go with you in my life. So now is the time for me to, for us to let go of each other's hand. And I move on to to my next level in life. It may not be time for you to go into this next level with me. The problem is we're always trying to take everybody with us when sometimes the blessing is meant for, for, for us alone. Everybody ain't meant to go on that trip with you. Everybody ain't meant to go into the next lane and next level with you. God has an allotted time for every soul walking the face of this earth. That's why they say what God has for me is for me. And I do not have to share a darn thing with you. I'm not obligated to because God had my name written on that blessing. No plus ones. So it's okay to grow out of someone. Then it comes to places. A lot of people like to say, oh, you acting funny. You act, you forgot where you came from. Don't forget your roots. You're going to always remember where you were born and raised. But it's okay to leave. <laughs> you know, I remember um, I was born in Columbus, Georgia. I was there. I don't re- remember a lot. I remember the people that I grew up with. But I don't remember a lot of things because I was also a military brat. I was also in a co-parenting relationship. That my parents was in a co-parenting relationship. So I went between... Columbus to Albany to Lumpkin, Georgia for the summers. Like I moved around a lot. And then for those that already know me and have read my book, you know, there's a lot of trauma that I dealt with as a child. So it's not that I don't remember my childhood, but I've blocked a lot of it out. Opposed when I'm writing about it. So now I'm in California. 
And people were like, I have, I've had people tell me, oh, you in Cali, so you think you just the, the bee's knees, huh? You think you just the shit, huh? I mean, even in Columbus, Albany, Sylvester, Lumpkin, Jonesboro, Atlanta, I always thought I was the shit, the bag of chips, the whole meal, entree, never a snack. So where I'm at does not define, gonna ever define how I feel about me. My confidence is through the roof. I'm gonna always be that chick. And that's because I put myself in that position to be that chick. But I'll never forget where I come from. I left Georgia and moved to California because I wanted my daughter to grow up and know that there was other shit out here in the world besides a small box of just Georgia. She was born at the hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, but she wasn't raised there. I want her to have variety. I want her to have variety in culture. I want her I want her to know that she don't have to be stuck in one spot if she get older and move back to Georgia or wherever she decides to move in life. I'm cool with that. Spread your wings. See what's out there. I don't never want my baby to be conditioned. And a lot of people don't like when I say conditioned because they don't understand it. To me, my definition, this is my point of view, mine's and mine's only. When you're conditioned, you're still living on the things that your grandparents, your grandmama, your aunties, your uncles, your mama, your dad, you living on the stuff that they told you. Because that's what they that's what they were told when they were grazing in, in back in the days. It's a whole new generation, a whole new time. Ain't nobody still going by that old school shit. I remember getting upset with my dad one time because when I moved to Albany, um, with, I moved to Albany when Lyric was two months old. And when she was about seven months or eight months old, I went to the store real quick and I came back and he had my baby in the goddamn front yard in nothing but a diaper sitting in the dirt. I went the hell off. He was like, I'll stop playing when you was little. Y'all used to sit in the dirt. Sir, sir, sir. At that time, I was in my 30s and I'm like, sir. When I used to sit in the dirt and everything at grandma's house, life was good. Now you got mosquitoes and bugs flying around here with all kinds of diseases and viruses. Get my baby up out that damn dirt. That shit wasn't cool. I grabbed my baby up and took her in the bath, you know, took her, gave her to her bath and all that stuff. I just, no, it ain't safe. I remember as a child being able to walk around the neighborhoods of Lumpkin or even Columbus or whatever, if the neighbor knew your parents and you did something wrong, they was going to get on your ass and then send you home and your parents was going to get on your ass. There ain't no neighbor in the motherfucking world I'm trusting right now for my child to go outside and me know and me have the audacity to think that you're going to have her best interest at heart. All the sick-ass pedophiles and shit I had today, I went off on somebody on Facebook because this is my issue. I put a picture up of me and my daughter because it was hashtag twin challenge. And I got a weird ass nigga going to come up under my post talking about sexy pitch. I wish I could have punched this nigga in his face. Like I wish I was in front of him when he got ready to send that fucking post or that comment. It's too many pedophiles out here. It's too many weird ass people. Don't be commenting on my pictures when I got when I'm in a picture of my daughter. Oh, this is a sexy pic. Nigga, who is you talking about? Like, these are the things, like, that don't sit well with me. And people are too comfortable with doing this shit. I should be able to share a picture of my child without worrying about somebody saying something inappropriate. 
But I digress. I know me. Like I said, I hurt somebody over mine. Continuing on, growing out of. So we did growing out of people, growing out of places. Okay, growing out of things. (laughs) So when I say growing out of things, meaning things you used to do. Growing out of things, growing out of habits. Okay, I was a stripper, so I'm used to being out and about in the club, making my money, you know, by any means necessary, making money, doing what I do. I am 41 now. I couldn't even imagine me on somebody's pole, drinking like I was drinking, popping pills like I was popping pills, indulging in shit that I was indulging in. Nah, I can't see it. I'm in California where where marijuana is illegal. I'm cool with that. I still drink. I'm cool with that. I've been in California for seven years. I think I've stepped out twice. I I don't crave the club atmosphere. What I'm looking for in life right now Is my soulmate. I'm looking for someone. If I do step out, I'll step out with my I'll step out with my uh, my dude. But I feel like stepping out alone, me going to a club right now by myself, it looks like I'm looking for someone or looking for something. And for me to go to the club and meet somebody, you gotta be careful where you meet people at. You gotta think about the intentions of them. I'm not trying to meet a club or I'm trying to meet a I'm trying to meet my husband. So, so it's different. I've grown out of the want to go to the club because my outfit look cute and I'm looking cute. Let me go get this attention. We've all done it, whether you want to admit it or not. You're looking good and you know you're going to make some head turns. So let's go. I can make head turns at the grocery store. Like I said, again, my confidence through the roof. I ain't never lacked attention from nobody. But here's the thing. I don't crave it. I don't crave attention from nobody but the one I'm with. So you grow out of things and habits. One thing I live by, when you know better, you do better. But here's the kicker. Your ass got to want to do better. It's just like you got to want to live. If the doctor telling you, okay, well, this is your ailment. So you need to stop doing this so you can get better. So he telling you what not to do and your dumb ass still doing it. I don't have any sympathy for you. You have to want to live. If you don't want to live, if you don't want to live, why the hell should I want you to live? I'm just saying. And I'm going to step back because when I say growing um growing out of people i touched on friends i'm gonna touch on family members because see this is the taboo that kills me well that's your family and you ain't gotta do a motherfucking thing okay we are all when we are born there's not a person that i know of and if you know them call me on it i don't know nobody walking the face of the earth that don't have the same 24 hours a day i got That don't have free will like I got. Especially y'all that's older than me. Don't forget, you did it first. 
<laughs> you did everything first. You saw the sky first. You did everything. The race was won before I was even born. So there's no need for competition. So I say that to say this. Just because they family don't mean a damn thing. Toxic is toxic. And I'll be damned if I allow a toxic person to stay in my life. I don't care who you are. I get rid of toxic energy. I look at my life from where I'm at now and where I used to be. And a chick like me that did a whole 360. I refuse to lower my energy or my vibe or my standards and my pride to stoop down to the level of toxic, broke down, nothing ass people. And I say nothing ass because if you older than me or even if you the same age as me and you still complain about motherfucking life and we both, we all got the same 24 hours and you can get up off your ass and make shit happen but your ass refuse to and you want a handout, that's a nothing ass individual. You got to want to do better. You got to want to live. You got to want to have better. Ain't nobody walking around the face of this earth obligated to take care of nobody unless you gave birth to a small child and they ain't hit 17, 18 yet. Even at 16, they can start doing shit for themselves. And let me let me elaborate on that. I have a daughter getting ready to turn 13. When she gets up to age, she has a choice. Go to school, get a degree, or get a job. Here's the thing. You can get a job tomorrow. Your money is your money. Most of these parents out here, kids get a job. They come up with all these make, make made up ass bills. Oh, well, you got to pay this. And all you got. No, when she get a job, her money is her money. Because as long as you working and you got money, that means you're not coming to me asking me for shit because you got your own money. So that's how that goes. She never got to move out if she don't want to. Long as she being responsible and she doing something with her life. See, a lot of people kick their kids out after 18 because they can no longer get, what, food stamps, benefits for them. That's a nothing-ass individual. Females that are gold diggers and still out here looking for a goddamn sugar daddy, you're a nothing-ass individual. A man is not obligated to do shit for you if y'all are not in the same household. And if y'all are in the same household, that shit can be, and I hate, I know people, this gonna really make some folks mad. You know it's possible for y'all to split shit down the middle, right? Yeah. That pissed some people off, didn't it? Females walking around here want a nigga to come in and take care of every aspect of their life. So they can continue to sit on their ass and be a nothing-ass individual. Different between me and others and them nothing-ass people. Ain't nobody got to ask me what I bring to the table. Because guess what? I'm bringing my whole goddamn table and push it up with your table. And we going to have a fucking banquet table. Shit, I got a table too. Half of these females talking about, oh, I can't mess with a man unless he got this and he got this. And bitch, you still staying at home with a relative or staying at home with your mama or on Section 8 somewhere. Make sure you got your stuff together before you even attempt to make a list and talk about what you want. Men, a, a real man, and I say this with so much respect because I know a real ass man. 
a real man should not have to build a bear. He should not have to take you at your mama house and put you in a place. He should not have to take you to go get a car or take you back and forth to work because you don't even have transportation. He should have to tell you that you need to go and get a job. Because when he met you, you were staying with somebody else and you ain't got your priorities together. I cannot sit down and let a man completely take care of me. Why? Because I'm an entrepreneur. Even if he told me I didn't have to work my nine to five, that's cool. But guess who's still going to be running her business? I just, I'm not, I ain't never been no nothing ass individual. I've always had something going, whether it be music, whether it was dancing, whether whatever it was, I've always had a stream of income. And that's the way I'm, then that's why I'm built the way I'm built. And that's why my soulmate is the male image of me. (laughs) That's just what it is. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no way around it. It's locked in. It is what it is. But I've been on here longer than usual, people. I just wanted to check in and talk my shit, pop my shit, and spill my tea. That was my tea for the day. Take it for what it's worth. Feel how you want to feel. Because you know I love my Climax donors. Alright guys. I will talk to y'all later. I love y'all. I wish y'all nothing but peace, positivity, and productivity. Have a great, great, great night. Be safe out there. Good night.